Hot Takes with Toast brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Question of the day, launching your hot takes. Knowing what we know after three games, what are the records of the local college football teams going to be? Tyson, Aggies 10 and 2. No, oh, that'd be awesome. Wow. BYU 3 and 9. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Utah 10 and 2. Oh, I thought you said what I want the records to be. That's good. That's good. I like that. Three I like and that. 9. Georgia Southern's going to come in here and roll. So the Cougars so Idaho lose State. the rest of their games and Utah <laughs> so wins, wins the rest of their games. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you're a fan. What the heck? Aaron says BYU. 14 and 0, including the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they would get in the playoffs, but uh, and I don't care if they got in the playoffs. Uh, somebody who was was thrown out. They got to stop referring. Oh, I think it was Kenzano in Oregon was saying they got to stop referring to the playoffs. It's an invitational. Don't well, give it the credibility of the playoffs. Like it's an invitation for years, but somebody else invitational. outside of it says, "What's with our station?" Somebody says it outside of here, and it's the freaking eleventh commandment. I say it. Nobody what? likes you. What the crap? There. Now do you feel better? No. Oh. I don't want to be liked. I want to be respected. <laughs> I couldn't give a you-know-what if you like me. Okay. It's better not you. Yeah, that's TV stuff. I don't have a TV job anymore. For now. And I'm proud to say, yeah, you're going to talk to my agent, buddy. What do you mean for now? Purse strings. Open. He made an open gesture there. Yeah. Alberto. Whenever you say that word. My pronunci- I know the words, but my pronunciation sucks. It's getting better. I told you that time I had a job in high school, and there was a sign in the kitchen area, N-O-T-A-N, exit, and the one dizzy girl named was Roxanne. She asked the manager, what's that? Is that in Spanish? Notain exit? <laughs> he looks at her, what? Not Notain no exit. exit. <laughs> he said, not an exit. exit, just like that. <laughs> exactly the same tone, the same uh, Come cadence. on, keep up. <laughs> and keep the, up. She was such a dizzy chick, too. Everybody would make fun of her. Because <laughs> we it was... Uh, so we had it was all high school kids, and we were like representing several high schools in the area. <laughs> and all, not, I just remember that all these years. What's that? No Tain exit. That's <laughs> stuff that sticks with you. And that, and then my other guys when I was baiting two guys into arguing, and they're going back and forth. That makes a hell of a sense. <laughs> oh, we laughed forever. I had no idea how easy those times were. Those were the good old days. <laughs> I don't know. I've had some good times for sure, but I'm talking easy. When you think you had worries, and you really didn't. Yep. And you see these kids, and I guess it happens across all generations. It's not unique to this generation or any generation, but they stress out about things. And thinking, Sweetie, you just wait. My kid said to me the other day, I don't think I want any children. I'm like, smart move. <laughs> 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 yeah, the playoff is just that. It's a, it's a, it's a party. It's an in, it, anything that involves judges. I'm out. If it goes to twelve, you going to be okay with it? With six teams able to play oh, their what's way the in format, and then six. If well, I'm just going to say the one that they had. Who knows? Because they got to change. I mean, some, at some point, it isn't really judges. Like every year yeah. in March, the, 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 used to be the 65th team. I'm come on. Now it's the 69th. Right, right, right. 
But the point is, the conference champs have a way to play their way in. We'll see what the format is. Right. But that I'm talking in basketball. That's what they have in basketball. Oh, oh, oh okay, and okay, in okay. Football, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If they go with this format, because I don't think the problem was at the format. I think the problem is with giving the ESPN the broadcast rights and then CBS and Fox walk away from the regular season. Like, why would we do the regular season and promote them in the playoffs? And the Pac-12 is left with essentially what they have this week, which is three games on the Pac-12 network that a lot of people won't see. And three games on ESPN and Fox's cables, uh, cable availability, ESPN, ESPN2, and FS1, that are all going to kick off at 8.30 at night. And a lot yeah. of people aren't going to see them. And they're looking for better time slots and more exposure. And that stuff, that takes away from my enjoyment of football. College football, is, I love it. And it's such a short season mm-hmm. relative to all the other seasons. I mean, I, I think soccer season, it's like a year and a half and then they take a couple of weeks off, and they start another year and a half. You know, it just goes on. I I was forty seven when RSL started this season. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm seventy four. You know, the coaching changes and all this, and it's, it's just worn on me, Dave. And they're not winning to your level. I feel bad for you. It's been tough. You know, no one thinks about my feelings, but it's been tough. Uh, so I and I get all that stuff's important, but that just wrecks my enjoyment of it. And the playoff it is just an invitational. I've been saying it for a good long time. It's, it's not their goal. Because their goal is something that they can't achieve without somebody else saying, yes, you've achieved it. Whereas winning all your games, you don't need somebody else to achieve to allow you to achieve that. You can achieve that yourself. It's very difficult. You just did it twice in the OOs, right? And good for them. It was awesome both times. And if the Cougars should go down that road, although that's such a high standard, I don't hold them to that. They had a phenomenal season last year. Turns out it wasn't the schedule. Because if it's the schedule last year, then it's the schedule this year. And that means your team sucks. And I'm speaking from the heart because my team got beat. So it's not just your team, you guys. It's the Devils and the Utes. (laughs) Well, of course, I meant the Cats, too. Uh, so I don't want to hear that because if it was the schedule, then your team bites. And you don't want to admit that because your team, according to Tom Terrific there, is about ready to go on a 10-game win streak. Yeah! Look out! (laughs) All right, so enough of the comedy and the people who are wishing, hoping, and praying. Andrew says BYU is going to go 10-2. Utah's going to go eight and four, and Utah State's going to go nine and three. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just a reasonable. guess, but I see all three in bowl games and winning. Yeah, so do I. A winning, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who they're going to play and what the circumstances are, and who's going to who's going to opt out and yeah. who's going to opt in to play. Yeah, is Kalani coaching the Trojans at that point? Oops. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> So I don't worry about the bowl games anymore. They're just, to me, they're just for fun. Unless you're in one of those high, high-profile ones where there's stakes in it. Uh, I'm like Riley Jensen. I've said this for a long time too. I predict records, but I can't predict necessarily losses. I don't do that at the time of the week when we get there. Then you can take a shot. At yeah. So. But I think uh, in this stretch you see for BYU, you think they might go two and one when they've got Baylor and Virginia. And 
Washington State all lumped together. Now, Bronco Mendenhall stealing Latter-day Saint kids out of St. George, whose dad played for BYU. Did you see that? I didn't, but it happens. No, it don't happen. (laughs) What do you mean it happened? Brian McKenzie's twin boys are Virginia. Brian McKenzie. He played at BYU as a running back. I remember. In the 90s. He's good. Covered them that year. Remember, he teared up. He had a fumble at uh, Air Force. And in the tunnel afterward, interviewing him, he teared up because it meant so much to him. I thought, wow, this kid really cares for sure. Yeah. So certainly, I, I was working for the watchdog at the time. And his kids, twins, he got twin boys, and Bronco comes all the way to St. George, and and they're going to go on Latter-day Saint missions. We hate Bronco. Bronco hates us. <laughs> he do. <laughs> That's actually useful. <laughs> he didn't like it, but it's useful. <laughs> The Wahoo, he do. Come in here stealing our guys? I'm the newest Wahoo. Yeah. May you lose every game, Wahoo boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fourth or fifth guy he's taken that have gone on missions. What is he, David Shaw? Yep, pretty much. At least David Shaw, I can understand it. Come on, you going to go all the way back there? Seven time zones away? He's stealing our guys. Or two. If I'm Kalani Seitake, I'm furious. Did they want him? <laughs> Yak, you're into yeah. that. They're both legit track stars with legit sub-11 second speed. They, they these, hit, these two boys can fly. So what are they, receiver DBs? Receiver DBs, yes. Yeah, those are your fastest guys usually. Uh, wow, what size are they? They got good size or are they smaller? One's 6'1", one's 5'11". So. Man, and Bronco coming all the way out here to get him. I wonder who his primary recruiter is for Utah. Uh, Papinga, Is 2J, all of them. Atuaya, oh, so all of them. Anai. Everybody recruits you. <laughs> I see that. If you want to follow their social media, those guys are back here often. Well, I know uh, Kelly's uh, in-laws, all his parents live up the road, and, and his, his in-laws live real close he, to where He comes I live. back quite often. Yeah. I'll give him a pass. I like him. <laughs> Kelly, you're the only one. Yeah, he's always been good to me. Although all those guys have been good to me, actually. I got zero complaints with any of them. And I was always great to me, uh, every single one of those guys. Uh, but yeah, there you go, man. I don't know what Virginia is yet. I haven't. I've just. I've watched them because of Bronco and those guys. Uh, I don't know if they're capable of coming out here. And Baylor, you know, they beat Kansas, but everybody beats Kansas. Uh, so I'm not sure. Baylor is a big old. Their their schedule right now hasn't revealed right. anything Texas about them. Texas State. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't follow it enough to have a feel uh, on where they're at. I look at their scores. I've watched you know highlights and flick around when they're on because I've got two cable systems. I get every channel possible, uh, and it helps me with my cardio because I got one upstairs, one downstairs. Nice. So I just run downstairs the Pac-12 network, run back upstairs, and <laughs> the problem is I grab some nachos on the way, and that's, that's, uh, kind of thwarts my efforts there. But uh, I'm not sure on those. Uh, but Virginia, yeah, that that's uh, ha- Halloween weekend. I think it's the 30th of November, October. That's going to be a fun time, too. And I think uh, that should be a good week. I, th- I think the Utes might have the Bruins then, right? That weekend? I think they do. I don't worry about the schedule as much as you think I do. I don't know. 
I can look it up if well, you I, really need to know. But well, yeah, I didn't nailed it. UCLA, Utah. I, I think play our listeners care about the schedules of BYU Utah, so I'm pretty sure yeah, on that. UCLA will be at Rice Eccles yeah. Stadium, Virginia at Lavelle right. Edwards I think I've Stadium. virtually got it memorized now. Uh, especially now that we get into conference play, and I'm excited in two years when the Cougars can get into conference play because for me, those were the hors d'oeuvres these last three weeks and the conference stuff. It's where the real juice is. Yeah, I mean, they just all these coaches, they've especially on our side of the country, as I'm sure it is on other parts of the country, they recruit a lot of the same guys so they know kids, and they've been following them you know, since the 10th grade and all. I, I really enjoy conference games, particularly in the Pac-12, and I'll grow to enjoy them in the Big 12. Uh, Big 12, and, and certainly Utah State in Boise this uh, tomorrow morning. Oh, I'd say it's only Thursday. See, I want it to come so quick. I'm already jumping the gun here. Tomorrow morning, no, i got to wait 48 hours. But, I mean, I've already got my Saturday morning planned. You know, I'm excited for that game. It's a conference game. I'm way into it. Aggie straight into the Utes. You'll be free by four. Yeah. And I, I, I told the old lady, we'll go bike riding at four. Have a little time off uh, to get ready for the Cougars later on that night. Yeah. I may take her out to get a bite. You know, if things are going well. All right. <laughs> You're going to order in. You're going to get hooked on another game. <laughs> yeah, well, we're out riding bikes. You know what's going to happen at four is that'll be about the fourth quarter of Baylor Iowa State, so you know you'll be checking on that. Speaking uh, of Baylor, first real yeah, but I want to ride test. bikes. Can I freaking ride bikes for an hour? That's what suck. That's what Friday's for. No, <laughs> no, I want to ride bikes on Saturday. All right, she works game day. I don't have the exclusivity of game income day. to where your wife can sit around with her feet up all day. Mine has to work. What can I tell you? So you go stand in front of kids for six hours and feel like if you want to ride a bike then it's quite exhausting i student taught when i was 22 years old and i was done at a quarter to two i felt like it was a quarter to two a.m every night man i was exhausted and i had all the energy in the world back then oh you should have seen me i could go for days athletically speaking of course it's a quarter until two and i'm a little guest and i need you now now that was painful <laughs> that's why i don't sing on the radio much <laughs> i got news keep it that way i got news for you it doesn't get much better <laughs> So the Cougars will have some tests for sure, yeah. And we don't know what SC is going to be like down at the end. They could be as hot as can be. The talent is there. That uh, You thought Stockton Malone was a big deal. Dart to uh, London. That's the new Stockton Malone. Kid's chucking a number 15 every time. Good call. He's a great player. He's 6'5". Throw it up yeah, to him. He's a little banged up right now. Uh, yeah. They're uh, not going to take him away. I'm going to keep going to him. Yeah, he's a heck of a player. He's the next in a long line. Line of stud. really good wide receivers coming yeah, through USC. I mean, so a bunch many of them. of them, geez, that are in the NFL doing very, very well. On and on and on that list goes. So some good games. The Utes, you know, and all, uh, can they go seven and two in conference? Go because that's the thing about it now. To go eight and four, they'd have to go seven and two in conference, that's which I believe is an excellent record in that's, conference. It is an excellent record, and seven and two a lot of years will get you into the conference championship game, and that's mm-hmm. why we got a lot of people here saying the Utes are going to go seven and five or six and six. Justin, Utes end up six and six or seven and five. Cougars lose to Baylor and USC, they'll go ten and two. But that's not who the Utah football program is. 
I don't think that they wildly underachieve. Six and six would be a wild underachievement. Maybe the expectation was completely, totally wrong. But still, that's what it is. You can't pump up. Chris Hill loved to used to say with the basketball, oh, we were picked eighth and finished third. All right. And that was true. But here you were picked second. And six and six, what, what's that in conference then? Five and four. Yeah. Which isn't bad, particularly if you lose uh, those four games are close and competitive and guys make a play. You know, that's why I can't crack on them on the San Diego State result because it was such a thrilling rally uh, and then a two-point jacked up overtime and the guy knows the football, scrapes the ground, and all of a sudden one team is declared the winner and the other team is the loser. I realize that's the way it goes, and that's just it. That's but, the sport you love. But for me, I don't look at that, oh, wow, man, they got dominated. At portions of the game they got dominated, and portions of the game they didn't look good. I understand all that. And they're expected to beat San Diego State, although I think that's a little bit of a, a misnomer because that's a pretty good program they got over there. It's not uh, chopped liver or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, nevertheless, I don't look at that while they lost that game and they're just doomed. They're 0-0 zero and zero in conference, I believe, is what I've been told. I have to double-check that. You really yeah. don't have to double-check that. <laughs> they pumped that up big time. And all their goals are right ahead of them. Anybody who says that, immediately you know, you're a Ute fan. <laughs> and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Present a positive. Why not present a positive until you don't do you have really, to? Do you really believe that they're going to do better in 6-3 and three in conference? No, and they got to play Oregon, and that looks super difficult yeah, right one, now. That's one. That, that's one SC, game. Looks super difficult right now. But it always did. I, I think I think there's like, but this is the conference. We knew that going in. Right, I know, but I'm just saying UCLA. It's not about Stanford, the opponent, it's ASU. about Utah. Right. But those opponents are decent and they're But we already knew play. they were decent. Right. And the youths are gonna have to play very right. well. But we already knew that. Do they look capable of That's playing very the issue. well after three games? That's the issue. It's not about the opponents and the because those opponents is, were always going to be there. And the answer is sometimes. They've had stretches. Well, now we got games. a brand new quarterback, so let's see. I don't know. I believe in rising. I believed in rising. Me and Dylan Colley were the only two that believed in rising. That's obvious. <laughs> Yak over there nodding. He follows along in the show with his head nods and facial expressions. That's he's why over I on point the, this way. He's over on the computer right yeah. now. So well, he's got work to do. <clears throat> he's got stuff he needs to be doing. I so think, he's, I kinda, think he's listening to other shows. He listen, on the computers. No, he's not because he can't do that. He's nodding. Yes. No, he listens with one ear because he's got other stuff to do. There's just, early morning recruiting uh, talk coming out of Hawaii, uh, so and he's got his guys on the podcast that's, that's, dialed uh-huh. up. Way early morning. <laughs> Where's uh, the Kahuku kid going? So we have to see. What Cam Rising does, you know, if it would have been Brewer again, maybe I would have a better uh, feel for it. But now it's brand new. And it's what they should have done. You were right on Monday. You said I should have told Kyle. And I regret not telling him. (laughs) (laughs) I think the problem is (laughs) that for all the good things Cam Rising brings, he's not as accurate. As who? As Charlie Brewer. What? When his feet are set in the pocket, he's not as accurate. Oh, oh you're and, going to your grave slamming Kyle, this kid. No, I give you no, credit. It's not slamming. And the you're kid. going to your grave a lot sooner than you think. Oh, now what I Cam hope they Rising, go nine and zero. Oh. What What Cam Rising brings is the ability 
to move and be more effective on the run, and they need that more now in the regular season. I don't think they knew that in August because you don't let the quarterback get hit. The heat doesn't really get turned up in the pocket in the same way. Oh, man, it's a quarter to eight. You're a little drunk, and I need Cam Rising now. Now! And Frank and Riley laid that you out on the college football oh, panel. Oh, and they're experts. And so and thus says Frank and Riley. And I had to put the cover video on the interview, and it was really easy to find the points they talked about. It wasn't hard to find Based Cam on those Rising. 14 snaps against SC or the second half against uh, San Jose State? What was it? Because well, that's it was, all they got. No, it was both because they were talking about what Charlie Brewer did both well and poorly, and it was easy to find that in the San Diego State game. And it was easy to find Cam Rising running for his life. And make him play. Runs for the life. Running for his life is a football expression. You, yeah, you, you must are, use it. They and you are wrong. Okay. Cam Rising. I, I'm telling you, the coaches last year in the training camp that they had, it was around this time because everything was jacked up. They were just marveling at his accuracy. The, the only reason they went with Brewer, and it was a wrong decision is because he had more experience. That is it. It had nothing else to do with any accuracy, any other thing. They believed they went with the more experienced guy and they made a decision and it was the wrong decision. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Alex Brink, Washington State football analyst, is going to join us in about 20 minutes. It's Washington State and Utah this weekend, 12.30 in the Pac-12 Network. We'll get his thoughts on the Cougars coming up. Stay with us.